Hi, I'm Yorma Kaukonen. Welcome to Live from the Fur Peace Ranch. John Sebastian achieved fame in the 60s group Love and Spoonful, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2000 with hits like Do You Believe in Magic, Summer in the City, Daydream, Nashville Cats, Did You Ever Have to Make Up Your Mind, and a host of others. Sebastian's solo career included an appearance in Woodstock and a mid-70s hit with the theme to the TV series Welcome Back, Cotter. As a harmonica player, he appeared on The Doors' Roadhouse Blues, Crosby, Stills, and Nash Young's Deja Vu. John and I have known each other for a really long time, and it's so great to finally get him here at the Fur Peace Station. John Sebastian. First in the country, then in town. I'm a total old shaker from my hips on down. I'm satisfied. It's gonna bring you back. I'm satisfied. Tickle too. I'm old enough to marry you. I'm satisfied. That it can bring you back. Yeah. You know I wear my dress up above my knees I give my total to who I please I'm satisfied It's gonna bring you back I'm satisfied Tickle too I'm old enough to marry you I'm satisfied That it can bring you back Satisfied to be a fur piece with the cats. We got the cats here today. Yeah, but uh, back in the day, none of us knew how to do any of this. We used to hang out and just hope, hope. If John Hurt would only come back to the Gaslight Cafe, we could only watch him. For another week, we might figure out what he's doing. <laughs> but you know, the thing about those days, we, we had a kind of an odd perspective, you see. So, and, and yeah, you guys with the cell phones, there's something creepy about it. I, I, I'm not kidding. I, I can imagine guys going home and, you know, sort of trying to listen. And it's this little thing. It's like. But back in the day, we didn't have these problems. That's why there aren't really good digital photography of Bascom Lamar Lunsford. 
Now Grandpa Johnny, he was short and stout. You could hear him grouch out the side of his mouth. He yelled at Junior round the side of the house. He said, just don't stop till you're all worn out. Now my pal Terry, he's aroused about. He can slam that piano till the poop comes out. He keeps on pounding till the people shout. They say, just don't stop till you're all worn out. Don't stop. Don't stop now, baby. Don't stop now, baby. I said, just don't stop till you're all worn out. You know, it's hot in the jungle at the end of the drought. All the monkeys wonder what the drought's about. And as they crawl towards the water, they've been known to shout. They say, just don't stop till you're all worn out. Don't stop. Don't stop. Yeah, this is your part. Just don't stop till you're all worn out. right here's how it goes you can feel it clear down to your toes when people ask you what it's all about to tell them just don't stop till you're all worn out don't stop i say just don't stop till you're all worn out just don't stop till you all worn out. Well, listening to all these great old cats was uh, such an education for, for all of us. Because, uh, I mean, not all of us had come from folk music. Um, I'd been at a prep school in New Jersey. So I thought I was king when I learned how to go. course by the time I got to the village everybody was and so I was I was way out of style and that's only the first time too but I I did have an ally 
in this nasty little folk club. I used to be able to listen to 45 singles. They were playing all day. One of the cooler things I heard was Martha Nevandellis. Ooh, I said, man, that is cool, the way that shuffle and, and the, the way that it climbs. I was fascinated by this climb. I thought, wow, I mean, maybe somebody wouldn't notice if I used this idea. Maybe, maybe the way to do it would be to figure out a way to make these chords, you know, go twice as fast. Because maybe somebody would mistake it for twice as cool. Do you believe in magic in a young girl's heart? How the music can free her whenever it starts and it's magic if the music is groovy and makes you feel happy like an old time movie i tell you about the magic it can free her soul but it's like trying to tell a stranger about a rock and roll if you believe in magic don't bother to choose if it's jug band music or rhythm and blues just go and listen it'll start with a smile it won't wipe off your face no matter how hard you try your feet start tapping you can't seem to find how you got there so just blow your mind until morning till there's just you and me and maybe if the music is right I'll meet you tomorrow sort of late at night and we'll go dancing baby then you'll see how the magic's in the music and the music's in me yeah do you believe in magic of a young girl's soul believe in the magic of rock and roll believe in the magic that can set you free yeah you know I'm talking about the magic do you believe in magic and you know the background part believe in the magic of a young girl's soul of a rock and roll believe in the magic that can set you free yeah yeah I'm talking about the magic do you believe in magic do you believe believe in magic do you believe believe
Well, folks, I mean, this was great. We were all overjoyed because me and three other lonely guys actually had a hit on the radio. And we actually got to California. And we were so, actually, we were on our way and we were so excited because we felt like this was going to be the thing. This could be what broke us, you know? And uh, we get to the club. Mother's Topless Bar. <laughs> and so for a week, and nobody had more fun with this than Zalman Yanofsky. Because like an awful lot of predominantly East Coast guys, this whole idea of playing guitar while somebody frugged naked next to you, it, it just wasn't instinctive to us, you know? <laughs> It just went like that. And eventually, I did have to uh, figure out something. And what it was came in the form of a phone call from uh, one of the guys at the record company. And the record company guy said, yeah, John, that record's going great. It's great, yeah. But you know what? We need another single. Now, I had not really taken this idea this far. <laughs> I was right there with the idea of, you know, you have the hit record, screaming girls, mucho bucks, large cars. But this follow-up idea this took some, some adjusting to. And in fact, I, I was really scared. Uh, and luckily, I had this conversation with our bass player, Steve Boone. And he said, you know, I've been playing around with this fragment. I have this piece of a tune, and he played it for me. I said, Stephen, this thing is nine-tenths of the way written. We're almost done here. I said, Let me, tell me, where did you get this idea? Because it's really a nice little turn on the... And Stephen says, John, have you ever had a romantic encounter that you know you didn't deserve? And I said, uh, you're talking about something that happened since the record. Yeah, yeah, since the record. Well, he, like I say, he played this thing for me, and all I can tell you is, folks, if you're going to write a follow-up single, always do it with a bass player. The bass player is going to add the cool bass line. You 
didn't have to be so nice I would have liked you anyway If you had just looked once or twice And gone upon your quiet way Today said the time was right for me to follow you I knew I'd find you in a day or two And it's true You came upon a quiet day You simply seemed to take your place I knew that it would be that way the minute that I saw your face And when we've had a few more days Hey, it's only one guy I wonder if I get to say You didn't have to be so nice I would have liked you anyway Today said the time was right for me to follow you I knew I'd find you in a day or two And it's true you didn't have to be so I would have liked you anyway If you had just slipped once or twice And gone upon your quiet way This is live from Yorma Kalkinen's Fur Peace Ranch. This concert, featuring John Sebastian, recorded April 12, 2014. This is Yorma, and you're listening to Live from the Fur Peace Ranch. Here's some more great music from John Sebastian. Well, we were still in trouble. We were still in trouble, and here's why. The music business changed right between that single and whatever was going to come next. And if you're a songwriter, you see this in one way. I used to come up with two songs, front side and underside, b-side. Now, the magic formula is 12 songs. <laughs> so, so we really were all trying to figure out what to come up with. We started to dig into some of the stuff that we'd been doing before we got in this little four-piece rock and roll band. 
And one of the things that always drove me nuts, uh, in a good way, was listening to the Harry Smith catalog, which I know we have guitar players in the audience and, and they know about this particular document, uh, which uh, Harry Smith, a guy put together, I guess he put it together in the late 50s and it was out in the early 60s. And uh, it was this amazing assortment of tunes uh, and different types of, of folk music. I mean, uh, there were claw hammer banjo guys and finger picking guys and, and of course there was John Hurt and there was this other guy. I'd never heard before. And I, folks, uh, you know, when I hear a new tune, I like anything that starts like that. But here was Gus Cannon's tune. Now my head is hanging down with those prison wall blues. The white mute made me act a cockeyed clown. Now I got no time to lose. When they put you behind that gate, you wish you hadn't done it. Honey, now it's too late. I got them prison wall blues keep a rolling across my mind. Well, this may, this may be incredible to you folks, but uh, somehow or another, in the following week, after hearing Gus's wonderful tune, I did manage to create an entirely original piece of material. She's one of those girls who seems to come in the spring. One look in her eyes and you forget everything you had ready to say. And I saw her today. Yeah. A young girl keeps rolling across my mind. No matter how much I try, I can't seem to leave a memory behind. I remember her eyes, soft, dark, and brown. Said she'd never been in trouble, not even in town. A young girl keeps a rolling across my mind. And should I hang around, acting like her brother? In a few more years, they'd call us right for each other. And why? If I wait, I'll just die. Yeah. A young girl keeps rolling across my mind. No matter how much I try, I can't seem to leave a memory behind. I remember her eyes, soft, dark, and brown. Said she'd never been in trouble, not even in town. 
the younger girl keeps rolling across my mind. Yes, a younger girl keeps rolling across my mind. I'm glad I'm in a place where people understand multiple guitars on stage. I, I had a great kid, somebody's grandchild showed up at, at the end of a show. I'm putting the stuff away and he's standing at the set, side of the stage and he goes, why do you need two? <laughs> and I, I said, well, you know, these instruments, they have individual personalities. And you might see what you think is your ideal instrument. And it's on the wall in that great guitar shop. And you, you go in there and you say, man, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be the baddest guy. I'm going to be. And I might even have the capo on all the way when I do it. find that you had a guitar that went the guitar players in the audience. I, I, I know which, which one you guys are. It's like I, John Hurt used to watch uh, me at, at a certain point in the audience. And when I went back to talk to him, he said, I seen you. I seen you watching my fingers. still waiting about you when you're not under my hands it's so quiet without you I'm only most of a man but somewhere under a spotlight or stuck up under a bed there's a bucket of dreams in a box Oh, just the dream in your head Is it lost in a pawn shop Or somewhere broken apart We'll put them all back together 
with the strings of your heart is it something your daddy gave you is it older than that is it brand new right out of the box did it bust you flat did it belong to your first big hero back when he was getting his start there ain't nothing like music when you play on the strings of your heart Well, you know, folks, uh, new songs, old songs, sooner or later, if you're a musician, you're going to have to experience something. You're going to go out of style. <laughs> now, folks, I'm, I'm uh, getting to be old enough that I've been out of style four or five different times. <laughs> and I have found ways to, uh, to sort of augment my, my life so that uh, there's something there that's exciting and wonderful. And I never expected it to be in the dark, in the kids' room, lullabying. That was the job that I discovered. As soon as I had boys that were old enough that they wanted to listen to music as they went to bed, I had my new job. And uh, I have two boys. My uh, oldest son is a musician now. Uh, his name is Ben Vita, and he's pretty cool, by the way, if you ever want to look that up on the interweb. <laughs> and uh, the thing about him was that he was the easiest to lullaby of anybody I ever lullabied. All you really had to do was come up with a kind of a waltz. Man, he was out. That was all it took. Just to just glide him right into dreamland there. That was done. 
Then, uh, as time went on, Catherine and I had another kid. And uh, our younger son, Charlie, is uh, the guy three or four years ago who, when you got, on tr got in trouble on El Capitan or Half Dome, he was who would come down on a rope and get you off the mountain. And it really was his job. Uh, the hardest lullaby job ever. <laughs> he just could stay awake and stay awake, and I would have, I would have done every cheap trick I knew, and I think I would think I had him, and I'd be like I'm trying to get out of the room. You know this, folks. You know you parents and grandparents. You know trying to do this. Yeah, Dad, could you just play like one more tune? I'm thinking about this. I'm starting to run out of material here. I've done a solid hour and a half in this dark room, you understand? And, uh, and Charlie is still wide awake. So I remember thinking, well, you know what I have to do is I have to figure something like that he hasn't heard. And I immediately thought, I know. This guy has never heard Etta Baker. It's too bouncy. <laughs> All right. Let's think of something he hasn't heard. B-sides, that's it.
This is live from Yorma Kalkinen's Fur Peace Ranch. This concert, featuring John Sebastian, recorded April 12, 2014. This is Yorma, and you're listening to Live from the Fur Peace Ranch. Here's some more great music from John Sebastian. Now, I know there's a, there's a bunch of songwriters here, or, or uh, budding songwriters, and uh, I guess I might have a, a few pointers for you, um, because as you all know, anybody that's tried to write a song is, it does get harder as you get older. Because you've tried a few of these wonderful combinations of words, and maybe they've been successful, but you've done it. So now you've got to find something new. Now, a lot of my friends, guys my age, the solution for continuing to write songs was to get a divorce. And I really do have a lot of pals who are, they're, they've passed half my income. They're down to a quarter of my income and so on. Well, this wasn't going to work for me because uh, I had I'd turned up this hot 19-year-old 43 years ago. And so this wasn't going to work uh, for me. But I could use my imagination. And what I thought of was that really, so many good songs, they really come from pain. Now, there is no pain like 16-year-old pain. <laughs> really, we, we, we grow, we change. But man, when you're 16, Well, it happened to me, and it happened to me right in Greenwich Village where I was growing up, right in the Italian neighborhood where I used to get my bread. And there across the street was one of the most beautiful Italian people I have ever seen. Well, I, I ended up becoming friends with uh, Miss D'Amato was her name, and Miss D'Amato played the fiddle I mean, give me a break, a Sicilian girl that plays the fiddle. How cool is this? So I started trying to get her attention. Now, remember, this was the 60s, and here's the dirty little secret about the 60s. It was a very hard time to get a date. No, it's true. Because once you had stepped over some of these 1950s date uh, barriers. Now, suddenly, things were going to change. Maybe, maybe this, gee, should, I can't ask for a date. Maybe I could impress this woman with my musical savoir faire. <laughs> maybe I could get her with a, some kind of a showing her what cool taste I had. Well, we were in a little jug band together, so I knew what I was going to do. I'm going to call up the beautiful Miss D'Amato and invite her to go to the Jim Queskin jug band show at the Bitter End Cafe. 
Well, we did this. We went to the show. There's that bitter end back wall, the brick wall that's so famous on so many album covers. And now here comes the Queskin Jug Band. And man, these guys are really, they're so much cooler than any of us. First of all, there's Jim Queskin, who, by the way, you guys have to have on this stage sometime. He will knock your socks off. Yes, go right ahead. A great finger picker, a wonderful songster, and one of those guys who can lean over the front of a guitar like it was a back fence, and just like the way he talks is, is fantastic. And now, here comes Fritz Richmond, wonderful, tall, red-headed guy who not only has a very cool orange shirt with puffy sleeves. <laughs> but I notice he's also wearing funny little antique round glasses. Note to self, <laughs> funny round glasses. Good, yeah. And and then comes Jeff Muldor, this amazing guy. Man, he comes out and he starts to sing, and he looks like a prep school guy. At this point, remember, we're all young. So he looks like a prep school guy. Then he opens his mouth, and out comes this noise like Sleepy John Estes. It was one of the coolest things I'd ever seen. Wow, this guy is cool. And I notice my date thinks he's really cool, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't mind telling you folks, I went home alone that night. <laughs> That's right. I did. But everything worked out, because Maria Muldor is what became of Maria D'Amato. And uh, Maria and Jeff got married, and they had a super cool kid, and they got a divorce. <laughs> but you know, folks, when Maria comes to Woodstock, she calls me first. I try to persuade you, bring you around, show you to mama, eat uptown, but I know you, you'll just be my passing fantasy. I try to impress you, do what I can, talk some Italian to the sausage man, there will be cloaked in steam, my passing fantasy. 
keep on dreaming Some tell me I'm just scheming About some other place in time But I keep hoping that Some door will open and You'll say you'll be mine So maybe tomorrow, maybe next year, might come a time my message comes in clear. I guess for me, honey, we'll just have to be my, my passing fantasy, yeah. Tell me I'm just scheming And it's crazy But it's true That I keep hoping that Some door will open And You'll come strolling through So maybe tomorrow, honey Maybe next year Might come a time My message comes in clear I guess for me Honey, we'll just have to be my My passing fantasy I guess for me Honey, we'll just have to be my, my passing fantasy. As you know, uh, if you uh, start trying to be a musician, and, and this stuff does happen, that you suddenly you find yourself, man, you are out of style. I remember when I went over to Warner Brothers Records in about 1975. This was a, a time when my career wasn't really that visible. I, I was having trouble selling records. But I knew that if I could get to a smaller record company, I'd be a bigger fish. So I asked Warner Brothers, why don't you let me go? And they said, it's a good idea. <laughs> it's good, it's good. Well, 
I started doing any kind of work that I could. I, I wrote for cartoons. I, I was doing little, uh, you know, straight to VCR type movies. And uh, this guy from Brooklyn. Now remember, I'm living in Los Angeles at this time. This guy from Brooklyn calls me up. He says, you know, I'm writing this television show and I need a New York guy. Because this, uh, this whole thing won't work if it isn't, it's gotta have a New York flavor. I said, I'm your man, let's go. Well, he plays me a pilot of the show. I read a couple of these uh, first scripts and I'm in heaven. I realize that this is a show about exactly what I was in school. I was a sweat hog. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And in those days, uh, I would get these report cards that uh, a lot of you know about uh, that start out, we find John to be an intelligent boy. Dot, 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 dot. And then, and then the end would be different every time. But basically, I was a sweat hog. Well, I was also wildly dyslexic. Another thing that hadn't come into style yet. So it was super fun to come up with this premise and be able to write this tune, which sounds so lame if you guys don't sing along. Welcome back, your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. When the names have all changed since you hung around, but those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they'd lead you back here where we need you? Him a lot because we got him on the spot. Welcome back. 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 We always could spot a friend. Welcome back. And I smile when I think how you must have been. And I know what a scene you were learning in. Was there something that made you come back again? And what could ever lead you? Back here where we need you. Yeah, we tease him a lot cause we got him on the spot. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, we tease him a lot. Cause we got him on the spot Yeah, we tease him a lot Cause we got him on the spot Welcome back Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back.
Well, this is a kind of a, this is a guitar player related uh, tune here because uh, Zal Yanofsky and I were always big on taking the, a little idea from something that we'd heard that would make our next single sound different and particularly it would be even better if it was hard to imitate. Well, one of the things that uh, we wanted to imitate was Huey Piano Smith. Now, the thing about this was that none of us were good piano players. We couldn't really do that. But we did know this ragtime guitar style where pianists were being imitated by guitar players because there weren't that many uh, pianos in, this is back in the day when, when pianos were not in every little town. And guitar players had come in and play those rags, you know. That was the idea. That was the idea. So here's what we came up with. Did you ever have to make up your mind and pick up on one and leave the other behind? It's not often easy and not often kind. Did you ever have to make up your mind? Did you ever have to finally decide And say yes to one and let the other one ride There's so many changes and tears you must hide Did you ever have to finally decide Sometimes there's one with big blue eyes Cute as a bunny With hair down to here And plenty of money And just when you think that she's that one in the world your heart gets stolen by some mousy little girl Then you know you better finally decide And say yes to one and let the other one ride There's so many changes and tears you must hide Did you ever have to make up your Distracted by her older sister When in walks her father And takes you in line And says you better go home, son And make up your mind And you bet you better make up your mind And pick up on one And leave the other behind It's not often easy And not often kind Did you ever have to make up your mind?
Live from Yorma Kaukonen's Fur Peace Ranch is a co-production of the Fur Peace Ranch and WOUB Public Media. The concert producer is Vanessa Kaukonen. The radio series producer is Rusty Smith. Audio engineers Rusty Smith and Adam Rich. <laughs>